A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Score a bank account boosting 5K in cash simply by identifying Trevor Sinclair's former teammate from the following clues. He played for Chelsea and West Ham. He won over 100 international caps. He scored a goal that wasn't a goal for England in South Africa. Text win and your answer to 63320. Text costs £2 plus normal sending charge. Entries close 6pm Friday, October 23rd. 18 plus. Please gamble responsibly. See talksport.com slash competitions for terms and conditions. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, firstly, firstly, I apologise for not being on the sports bar last night. I got the call on the night before sports bar to do drive time, so that's where I was yesterday. That's where I am today as well, but more about that a bit later on. So apologies, you know, there's nothing to do. The sports bar is never going to be as good when I'm not there. But, you know, drive was fantastic. So, uh, anyway, I'm just reading out an email from the bosses. Right, let's crack on, shall we? And we kick things off with some potentially massive transfer news involving PSG. This is the football expert, Julien Laurent. He was in the studio to tell Jim White and Simon Jordan that Neymar and Mbappe could be leaving the club next summer. And he couldn't rule out a move to the Premier League for the two superstars. This is a key season because, for, for one thing especially, Neymar and Mbappé are both out of contract in June 2022. Wow. If the club cannot extend those deals, and they want to, both of them, ideally they would want Mbappé to sign a new deal, Neymar to sign a new deal, and then you can keep them for a bit longer, and then they will eventually go, especially Mbappé. But if Mbappé doesn't want to sign a new deal, yeah. they will have to sell him next summer. They will have to sell him next June or July, because otherwise he will go for free the following year. The talk so, is it wants a new challenge, Julian, isn't it? Kylian Mbappé, from distance, it's four, and France going to win the World Cup Kylian Mbappe well the, the talk is they've started talking and so far nothing has happened so it could, this could be the last season when we have Kylian Mbappe in Paris but maybe also Neymar in Paris and both of them together so this could be the last chance for PSG really in this in this chapter in this generation to sure. go through and win it and staying with PSG this is the fallout from the big clash with Manchester United in the Champions League. It was live on Talk Sport, don't you know? Now, I'm recording this link before the games even happen. So here we go. Here's the reaction after the match as Manchester United... Hmm, what should I go with? Beat... Don't, don't say beat. Beat... Don't say beat. Beat PSG 3-1. Oh, you're just being stupid now. And Chelsea lost at home to Sevilla. Oh, now you're just being silly. By a goal to nil. Here's the reaction... On Andy Goldstein Sports Bar with Jason Cundy and Perry Groves. We're going to get beaten, aren't we? On the edge of the air is Rashford. Shoots oh, towards yes. the far corner and in. Oh, it's a brilliant finish from Marcus Rashford. Absolutely brilliant. Across the floor. 
kisses the inside of the post from 18 yards out and gives Manchester United the lead with three minutes to go in the Parc de Prance. I think the performance was good. I thought we deserved to, uh, to win it. We created chances. We've made a little change. We've got players who can play with split strikers. So we're thinking, uh, thinking that they could do some damage. And Axel, first game in 10 months, Alex debut. So we thought we'd wanted to protect him a bit as well with playing a back three or a five, whatever you like. And um, I thought uh, it worked well. The pace of, of Martial and Rashford, it really exploited weaknesses in that PSG backline. They could have and should have probably got in front sooner than they did. Of course, they had to, to defend and they had to have a, a resilience and a substance to their work at the back. But it was there tonight. United were, were there. If someone made a mistake, if someone got out of position, somebody else was there to fill in and make sure that they dealt with it. I've been listening to you, lads, and uh, obviously I think you're going a bit too overboard because the, the Paris side is absolutely terrible. Even Leeds United will go and beat them there. I mean, do you know what I mean? Even from? West Ham will beat them. <laughs> to think that PSG are overrated. Um, I think they're playing an inferior league. And when they come up against good teams, really good teams, they, they get found out every single year. And they got found out by a brilliant front three and tactically Oli down Tuchel. Chelsea nil, Sevilla nil, and the Blues bag a point on their opening night in the Champions League. A point and a much-needed clean sheet. I actually thought there was a bit of a, a hangover from... Uh, the weekend against Southampton where you conceded like poor goals. It's Adams who rifles it into the roof of the net and it's 2-2 at Stamford Bridge and it's a defensive calamity once again for Chelsea. I imagine that Frank will say that he's really pleased with the 0-0 and he'll, he'll, he'll see that as... Well, it's our toughest game. Is exactly, that if you lose away? that, it yeah. puts you under pressure. And also the other result in the group was a draw so therefore no one's stolen any Look, ground honest, anyone just yet. It's going to be Sevilla and, and Chelsea really. Rens have a fine the ointment. Yeah, yeah but you fancy Chelsea in like two games over them, of course. But I just thought it was yeah, a little bit bitty. Now, after the Times chief football writer Henry Winter wrote that Jordan Pickford and referee Michael Oliver failed to show duty of care, he told White and Jordan that the PGMOL, that stands for the... It doesn't matter what it stands for, just know it's the PGMOL. They need to clarify the events from the Merseyside derby. And I think there was a collision between Jordan Pickford and Virgil van Dijk and the offside flag had already gone up. If it hadn't had done, there could have been a problem here for Jordan Pickford. Well, I find it completely confusing. There, there seems to be two versions of events coming out of PGMO and, and Stockley Park on whether there should be a red card or not. I think Mike Riley and the, Pro, the Premier League should make a statement actually clarifying, not only just to sort of clear up the confusion over this, but actually so that the fans, the media, the broadcasters, the players actually know better their thought process at Stockley Park. There may have been a legitimate version of events. At the moment, Liverpool are down to 10 men. We're back underway. We played eight minutes, but four of that was for a stoppage in which Virgil van Dijk needed treatment. I don't know whether or not Joe Gomez is going to have to be called upon here. And it's really hard for us because Virgil's our boy and it has nothing to do with the quality of Virgil. Because, yes, he's a world-class player and we will miss him, but we miss Oxley as well. And injuries happen in football and uh, in, in, in very often in challenges, but very often just both players try to play the ball. That was not the case in these two challenges. And that makes it so different. It makes it so difficult to take. First, the ref doesn't see it. So um, it's in this case Michael Oliver that didn't see it, um, which is an, an excellent referee usually. But why he didn't see it, I don't understand, because he had the best view. And then the we are forgets the rules. 
Now, early on, I told you that I wasn't on the sports bar last night. I was, of course, on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show. So this is me on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show telling Darren Goff, MBE, how I won my MBE off the snooker legend that is Steve Davis. At the top of the show, Goffy, we were talking about you with your MBE. And I said, we've both got an MBE, and you laughed at me. And I said, no, I won it off Steve Davis in the game of pool. And then you laughed at me again. Well, after that, I then uh, texted Steve Davis and said, can you just send me a voice note confirming or denying the fact that I now have your MBE? And this is what he sent. Hi, Andy. Uh, well, people don't believe you, eh? Um, just to say it's true that you did beat me in a game of nine ball pool at the Riley's Club, I think, in Victoria, uh, back sometime in the early 2000s, uh, for which you won... My MBE, I put it on the line, and you won fair and square. So uh, I signed over the papers, and you have the medal. Um, congratulations, and I hope you'd be very happy. So what did you put up? I put my Barking and District Paul trophy on the line, which I'm very <laughs> proud of, and my Alford Snooker Club winner's medal. So he, are you good at Paul? Yeah. You beat Steve Davis. Yeah. He's quite used, good at Paul. I used to play Paul professionally as a kid, so when I was 21, I was ranked in the top 32 in England. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> And we go from an MBE to a knight. The Cricket Writers Club held their annual awards and among them was the Young Cricketer of the Year. That went to England's Zach Crawley. So well done to you, Zach. We'll hear from him shortly. But first up, the former England captain, Sir Alistair Cook, who predicts a bright future for the batsman. So on the pads of Crawley and he pings it through mid-wicket with real confidence. That's a, a shot of high quality. Kind of reminded me a little bit when I first saw Josh Butler play. You know, it was like, oh, you know, that's a good ball he's hit for four. That shot is unusually different, you know. And I think he has the ability to do that. And actually that Pakistan seam attack, you know, like at the beginning of that summer, people were saying how strong they were. So to dominate that, that kind of bowling, um, like he did, you know, was incredible. And of course he's, you know, like anyone who can play that, you've got, it, you've got a massive future. You know, it's gonna, there'll be a few more twists and turns along the way on his, his cricket path. There, there always is that. But in the back of his mind, it must be great knowing you can play that at such an early age and with the freedom and the talent he's got. On the pads of Crawley and he is... Pinged that wide and mid on for four. England move into the 40s, and that is a handsome stroke from uh, the Kent opening batsman. I remember the 100 more than the, the anything else. The, the moment I got the two to bring up 100 was um, incredibly special. I remember just feeling just happiness that uh, all the work had come together on, on one day. Now, yesterday you may remember that Adrian Durham said this on Aston Villa's Jack Grealish. What he also needs is some serious coaching. Now, sometimes he just, he seems to be unaware of what he's doing, and that's okay up to a point. But other times he'll run down a dead end. Well, this was the response to those comments by the Villa legend Gabby Agbonlahor on The Breakfast Show with the wonderful Laura Woods. Adrian, I hope you've got your sun cream on. <laughs> wherever you are, I'd hate you to burn, wherever you are. But um, I think, Adrian, you need to... Um, give Jack some credit, you know, for what he's been doing as a player. And if you take away that freedom that he's got, he'll be half the player he is at the moment. And just stay off Aston Villa players back, please, Adrian. Jack Grealish has just fired it into the top corner to ensure that his boyhood club are surely staying up now. Jack needs that freedom the way he plays. He needs to be given that freedom where he can roam around the pitch. He can sort of do his thing and express his game. And that's how Aston Villa play. It's got them four wins 
at a four, um, one point off the top. So you can't see any um, problems with the way he's playing. But if you're going to be super, super harsh, you'd say there's certain things that every player in the Premier League can do better, not just Jack. Last season especially, would, um, I'd see parts of the game, he'd come back to centre-half and get the ball from centre-halves. And that's why he didn't want Jack to um, receive the ball. But because he wants to do so much for the team that he loved and he's captain of, he wants to have the most touches and make things happen. And that's just his game, you know. Um, he wants to get on the ball, make things happen. And maybe sometimes against Leicester, he maybe didn't make the right pass. But that's going to happen um, to any player in the Premier League or in world football. Now the England head coach Eddie Jones has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of this Sunday's game with the Barbarians at Twickenham. He's been telling James Avundra why the squad he's selected is perfect for the match ahead. I'm the only perfect selector. Uh, no one else thinks that. But uh, look, it always comes down to judgment. It comes down to judgment on, on who people think are the best players. And look, we've tried to get the right balance in the squad. We we think it's a good balance. Uh, we think we've rewarded uh, immediate form and also taken into consideration historical form, which is always important. There's three years to go until the next World Cup. I know that's going to absolutely fly by, but what's driving you now? What is the key focus in this particular period? For us, you know, we, we stayed at our aim post the World Cup. We want to be remembered as a great team. We want to be one of those teams when you go down the pub with Alan Brazil and you're talking about great rugby teams, you talk about this England team. So, you know, when the first pint comes out, you know the team you want to talk about. But but that's how we want to be remembered. Uh, we think we've got the uh, talent to do it. It's going to take a lot of hard work, a lot of togetherness, um, a lot of pain, but that's where we want to go. Now, the global sports correspondent for AP, Rob Harris, joined H&J to discuss Liverpool and Manchester United being involved in talks to join a new FIFA-backed tournament that would reshape the sports global landscape. Big words there. Harris said that it would just cause more political tension between UEFA and FIFA. UEFA with a leading opponents of these plans to expand the Club World Cup because they saw it as a threat to the uh, Champions League and they only seem to reluctantly go along with the changes once FIFA actually reduced the number of European teams taking part in it. So it didn't become um, a, a, a rival with half the teams being from Europe in it. So they've been really protective of their own territory because also it's protecting the commercial rights and the value of the uh, Champions League. But yeah, w- what would it do for football if FIFA tried to suddenly say it was going to organise a UEFA competition, uh, you know, European competition? It would seem absolutely uh, explosive in, if, you know, if they were trying to take that fight to um, UEFA, obviously, at this stage, no comment from UEFA and FIFA. But, um, I mean, it just just set the stage for even more drama in the, the world of football politics as they try to sort of thrash out the future of uh, the landscape of competitions. And so much is it about is the, the big clubs want to make more money out of the game. An opportunity for Muller. He's got Lewandowski one way. He's gone the other way for Coutinho. And it is seven. Philippe Coutinho. FIFA have always been, you know, interested in trying to get more involved in the club game and to usurp UEFA in some ways. And of course, at the same time, some of Europe's biggest clubs, like Real Madrid, like Bayern Munich, uh, are keen to be playing more European games. And we get this talk, don't we, every sort of few years or even few months now about potential breakaways. And it's always at the time of reforms and discussions over reforms because now the big thing on the European agenda is what the Champions League looks like after 2024. And 
And finally, back now to breakfast. This is Nicholas Bentner, the former Arsenal striker, discussing his training round bust up with Thierry Henry. But first, the reason he and Emmanuel Adebayor didn't get on. We just didn't like each other. We sat next to each other in the changing room. He was 25 or 26, and from the first moment we saw each other, it was just just a bad vibe, and and that never never changed. Some small bus stops in the changing room, and obviously that that quite big one in Tottenham, uh, where it sort of blew blew out of proportions. We got hammered 5-1. We were so bad, and I mean the disappointment of of obviously letting the fans down and letting the team down just got out of hand between us. Um, so we had that sting on the pitch. Then we had a little bit in the dressing room. And then the next day we, we were in, in Wenger's office getting fined, both of us, and um, sort of got explained how we had to learn how to deal with each other on a professional level and on a personal level. Um, it, was, it was actually quite a good way of learning how to work with someone that you really dislike. Henri getting clear though. It's Thierry Henri! put me in my place um, I, I come from a place where you, you speak up and, and, and you stand up for yourself um, I think Cherry did that too and uh, <laughs> obviously he was the, the greatest striker and probably one of the, the biggest personalities and players in the Premier League at that moment so um, he, he definitely uh, taught me a lesson and uh, and after when he, he sort of took me to decide and explain to me how it is to be a professional player and you can't just come as a young young kid and try to to speak out on the pitch um, that was uh, something that I learned a lot from but uh, it was also a, a quite funny story because uh, as a young kid you should probably just keep your head down and not uh, not say anything to 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 the big stars Well, that's nearly it for another podcasty thing. Before I go, let me tell you that from 7pm on TalkSport, we've got live commentary of Ajax against Liverpool. Come on, the Dutch side. And on TalkSport 2, we've got live and exclusive commentary in the Championship of Cardiff against Bournemouth from 7.45. That's it. As I said at the top of the show, I'll be back later on today on Drive Time from 4pm for Andy Goldstein's Drive Time. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do. Until then, have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.